This podcast is presented by the Bet Parks online casino and sportsbook app. New customers download now and get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, Michigan, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult to Today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation semi annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal too. Schedule a no obligation in home estimate now. Call 866 Nation or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Podcast presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. It is the only Eagles podcast out there. I should say the only NFL podcast out there because none others matter. Of the only undefeated team in the NFL, Elliot Short Parks. What up, buddy? Coming from you live on this beautiful Monday morning, you know, four and zero, buddy. Yeah, four and zero. Four and zero Monday morning. Well, the craziest part about it is. So yesterday they fall behind seven nothing, or no 14, 14, 14 nothing, nothing, but seven nothing quickly fourteen Pick nothing six right off the bat. Yep, it's raining, it's gross. They're up only six points at halftime, which is impressive to come back, but only up six points. I never for one second thought they were going to lose that Same. game. Same, even like, when they were down fourteen nothing, I was like, it might not be our day. Things aren't going well, right. When but, they were down but, fourteen, I thought maybe. I, well, they, yeah. I was like, oh my, and then the injuries happened. I'm like, it might not be our day. Exactly. And then, and then for some reason though, like. I, I was saying that, but I wasn't feeling it. Yep. I wasn't actually feeling like, uh oh, today's gonna go bad. I didn't. I was like, this doesn't look good, but I wasn't like, up. Oh, we're screwed. Like for some reason, I was I was quietly confident. Though. Yeah, and it wasn't even like, well, they're playing the Jaguars because the Jaguars have been good. I think that you know one of the fun parts of the NFL season and the roller coaster, as we like to call it here on Go Birds is each week there's a different test, right? And, you know, the first three games there's been something different, whether it's the opener, a good team in prime time, you know, a divisional opponent on the road after a big win. Yesterday's test was, like, how bad does this team want it? Like, that was the test, right? Like, it's gross, it's rainy. I really can't put into words how disgusting it really was well, at the stadium. So, uh, so inside baseball, I texted Elliot right before kickoff, and yeah. I said, how is it in the stadium and quote unquote, this is literally what he wrote back. So 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 miserable. I got three <laughs> so's before the miserable. It's, it, it's like it was cold. It was rainy. 
And look, the team was 3-0. and Like, there's no excusable loss in the NFL. Each game really matters, especially with somehow the Giants keep winning, right? Like, so they, and the Cowboys. Yeah, they're the only, di- <laughs> only division in the NFL with a team that with three teams with three the or more wins. It's the best right division of football. Even though the Cowboys and Giants definitely— It doesn't feel real, but right. but right now it's the best division in football. So when you fall behind 14-0, you have a three-game lead on, like, you know, 3-0 in your record— not saying it would have been understandable, but had they lost that game yesterday, let's say, you know, 21 to 7 or 21 to 10, and we come in here, I would have probably just been like, you know what? One of those days, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't think it would have been like red flag this. Doug came out on fire. Yeah. Doug like, was calling plays right and left. Exactly. Like, yeah, like, felt I, like oh, it's it, Doug, Doug's return day. We'll remember that. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't Weird have been a jail in red flag. Yeah. But the fact that they fought back. I mean, it's it's how you end up with 13 wins, you mm-hmm. know? Like, it's games like like the one on Sunday where you're like, well, probably shouldn't have won that one or it would have been an excusable loss, but they're uh, they're undefeated in the first month. Like, it's 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 incredibly impressive. I almost asked Sirianni yesterday, but didn't, didn't end up getting the question in. But, like, this has to validate everything he's doing, you know? Like, there's so much debate about Sirianni specifically, like how he handles training camp. And I know that's an organizational decision, not just him, like, you know. You're giving up play calling, like the, the t-shirts, the t-shirts, the attitude, like, dude, he's vibe. undefeated. Yeah, he's undefeated. He's the only coach in the NFL that has not lost this year. And I'm not saying that means he's the best coach in the NFL. I'm not saying that means they're gonna win the Super Bowl. And I'm just saying, like, and I texted you this last week, and I think it stood out yesterday too. Like, he comes out in the Roxborough High School t-shirt. He has his kid with him. I'm outside the locker room when all of his family's standing out there. Like, Sirianni's special. He's a special head coach, and I felt it, again, on Friday. I, I texted you after, you know, the press conference. Like, he's just it. He's it. Like, this is – he's a special coach. And the other thing I'll say to kind of piggyback off that, this is maybe not piggybacking but completely off topic. <laughs> <laughs> non sequitur. Yeah. Doesn't it just feel right that Jalen Hurts' career is going to end with the Super Bowl? That Jalen Hurts' is what? Career will end with – like, he will end – I'm not saying, like, he'll retire, but, like – that this ride that his he will win a Super Bowl. That's what I'm guess I'm saying. Like when you look at like the arc of his like movie and his <laughs> career, love, that's a total non sequitur. I love this. Not at all. But I'm talking. About, I guess from being special to Jalen. I love but it. Doesn't it just feel like Jalen's career is meant to end at the top? Of course. Yeah. yeah. And look, I I think you bring up a lot of really interesting stuff. Uh, first you. and foremost, I thought yesterday to your point, um, like if like the Eagles are good. Yeah, they're I know, really, really, I, I mean, really, that, really that, good. My takeaway, like, and I know it came after last game, but again, like, I come out of these games and they keep facing different challenges and mm-hmm. needing to do different things and doing it, like, easily and not even playing that great. I know. And winning these games, like, no problem, right? Like, it's super impressive what they're doing in the way. And yesterday was another, like, look, if you're going to be, if you're going to be the best team, if you're going to be a one team, if you're going to be going to the Super Bowl, like, you need to face these check marks, right? You need to go down big and fight back. You need to, like, be in these situations. They haven't had that yet. They've only been up, right? Mm-hmm. And they've almost lost to Detroit, but otherwise they've just been up and stayed up. But even in that game, they were up, yeah. Right, that's my point. Like, this is the first time we've seen them go down big, and they answered immediately, like, no problem, we got this. Like, we're right. seeing them, and look, we still need to see Jalen down late with the ball. We still, Like, there are these things we need to see this group of guys this year do, but every time they face a different scenario, a different situation, it's like, boom. Yeah. No problem. That's crazy impressive. And I do think, to your point, I think it, it all comes from Sirianni and Jalen. And I was talking to Emily a lot this weekend in general because Friday night we're watching uh, a little uh, TV. The Phillies get rained out, so there's no you know baseball on mm-hmm. that. I was watching the, the Brewers game a bit, but 
I was like, you know what? The second TV's free right now. Been a little while. I'm mm. feeling good vibes. I put Super Bowl 52 on the TV. Doug's coming back. I was wow. like, of what course. A, what a James move. So I'm sitting there talking to Emily just about the vibes of that team and how special it was and this and that. And then I get into Jalen and Nick. And I'm talking about the 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 connectivity, the the culture, the yeah. the vibe around this group. And look, they have a long way to go before they're 2017, obviously. Like they're they're great, they're starting special. That's the Super Bowl. But the what Jalen and Nick do from the top down, the, the way they breed this culture, this group, this belief in yeah. each other, this again connectivity. I know it's so funny because we killed so many people killed him for it. it's like number one connectivity. Same like Doug. It was the like, same oh, with what Doug. A loser. It's like it matters, yeah. man. This stuff matters in this sport more than any other. It matters. These right. guys give a crap about each other. They go out and fight for each other. They fight for him. They fight for Jalen. Like. There is something special happening down there, and and we know, look, they had some injuries we're going to talk about. Like, things can happen. Things can go wrong. But right now, like, they are super legit, man. They are super legit. And to your thing about things going wrong, I think when we talk about this team, it's easy to— you to for it to remind you of the 2017 Eagles for so many obvious reasons, right? Like the great start, the camaraderie, the fact they're Super Bowl contenders, and the I think quarterback taking the, a massive yeah, leap. All those things. Doug uh, Nick has a lot of head Doug coach in his second yeah. year. The like there's so many different things. Right? Yeah. And I was even thinking that the touchdown run yesterday from Jalen, the five yard run, reminds me of the run by the Carson had in Carolina, where he didn't get him where he lowers his into shoulders. The guy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's that's similar, right? Um, but. For some reason, when I think about this team, I actually think about the 2018 team a lot more. And I think the reason is because, like, when they were so good in 2017, it was like, they're going to win so many games from here on out. Like, 2018, 2019, they're going to be a contender for a long time. But 2018 was such, like, a sobering reminder of things close so quickly. Like, so I I completely get, like, this team is going to be good for a long time, in my opinion. Jalen's young, Nick's young. But to your point, like, God forbid, knock on wood, you know, whatever. This season could end in a few snaps next week. Like, it could. Like, mm-hmm. Jalen could get hurt. Jason Kelsey could get hurt. Slay is hurt. We'll see how hurt he is. They got to capitalize now. They got to. Like, when you have a team like this that's this, not just talented, but special. Like, the Giants are 3-1. and one. Nobody's talking about the Giants winning the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? People see the Eagles are really good. And this is their chance to capitalize. And it becomes crystal clear Every every week. I mean, I almost feel like it's deja vu because last Monday we were here saying a lot of the same things. But to your point, I don't know how your takeaway is anything else. Like, we could open the pod saying, like, well, they're third down off. You know, like, no, and we'll talk about those things. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, again, it's another week where on Monday morning, Eagles fans should wake up and be like, like we're about to go on a special ride. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see how anybody could feel anything different. Yeah, exactly. And again, like we said, so many things can happen. It is a war of attrition. Football is a long season. Things can happen and yeah. all that. And you know, we're still in the first month. Now I can officially say, all right, I can start to take things really seriously, right? Because yeah, I said the right. first month. And now the free season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But like, but to your point, man, like it, it's this is a special group. And and when you look around the league and the way the league is breaking right now, particularly their conference, like Things are breaking their way. Like, obviously, the, the Giants and the Cowboys winning games is, like, a little annoying, but... Cowboys you know, more so. Right. But those yeah. teams aren't really in the Eagles class. The no. teams that, that we should be worried about, the Bucks, the Packers, the Rams, these types that, that we feel could, could really go to the Super Bowl from the NFC, like, they all look bad. And it's early and things can change, but, like, 
None of them look as good. Like, right now, again, and it is a month in, a lot can change, but the Eagles look, without a doubt, like the best team in the NFC. They are the Easily. class of the NFC right now, a month into the season. And that's, like, that's pretty freaking crazy, Elliot. It, it is. Now, I will say with the Cowboys, and then we'll get into, I guess, more, like, specifics of the actual game. The Cowboys winning is annoying because of the fact that when Dak comes back, like, you never know you never if that's, know. A, if that's you know, a, a and boon like, for them. If yeah, that's, yeah. And we talked about how— And the Eagles still need to beat the Cowboys. Well, that's the other, that's yeah. like the next test, right? Like, they—again, there's no excusable loss in the NFL. They can go to Arizona and lose, and it's not like yeah. the end of the world. Sure. I think losing to the Cowboys when they play at home would be like— okay. Sunday night football. Yeah, I think that would be a—especially if the Cowboys keep winning. Like, yeah. if they lose that game and are in second place after the, that, yeah. no, no. then I think there's legitimate, okay, they might have a problem with the Cowboys. It reminds me a lot— Remember when the e- Ike, Ikes and uh, I guess yeah, John Ritchie was on those teams. Um, those teams could never beat the Giants, mm-hmm. right? Like, and then eventually they did, and then that was it. Like the Giants basically haven't mattered since, besides the two Super Bowls they won. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think the Cowboys are the next test. But yeah, I mean they've passed every single test. And again, watching the Cowboys, even with Dak when he played, and and Dak thinking about bringing Dak back to this team. Like, yeah. they don't feel better. They're not as good a roster. And, again, things can happen, things can change. But just pure roster-wise and vibes-wise, like, this yeah. Eagles team feels better. And, I mean, again, like, this Jaguars team is good. Like, it's a good football team. They're, they're I think, going to win the AFC South. Tennessee had a nice win, but, like... Yeah. like the AFC think, South sucks, though. Uh, it does. Yeah. It does, but the Jags are not horrible. No. And the Eagles, like, spotted them 14 points... And then kind of just played fast and loose the rest of the game and still won going away. You know, they could have kicked a field goal at the end. We'll get into that whole thing. Like, but like they essentially won that game by eleven points. Essentially could have won the game by eleven points. Like and it and I mean they were fifteen points with eight minutes to go. Exactly. After being down fourteen nothing. Exactly. I mean, I would be curious to know how many teams accomplished something like that. And and again, and to your point, in a in a crappy weather day where things weren't going right, where not, you know, Jalen wasn't having his best day, throwing the ball, all that stuff. They just grind it, and they mm-hmm. just they just handle business. Like well, this team goes out and handles business. One thing I think is important to put into context, and we should or try to remember to do this after every what's going to probably be like you know fourteen victory pods. But like going into the game, nobody thought the Eagles would win, but like by essentially fifteen points, right? Like that last touchdown, definitely a bad look for the defense, but. It's like after the Vikings game, right? Like, going into the Vikings games, we're like, this might be the— well, at least I said it. This might be their toughest game left, and they dominated that game. And then on Monday morning, it's like, well, maybe Kirk isn't that good. Like, I don't think that's fair. Like, the Eagles are making these teams look bad. I totally agree. You know, like, these are good teams. I, I, The Vikings, maybe not so much, actually. But going into it, the Vikings are viewed as a good team. The Eagles made them look bad. The Jaguars, coming off of looking really good. I mean, I saw some of the questions that they were being asked. Uh, after the game, and it was, you know, do you guys think you read the p- press clippings too much? Like, they were really getting hyped up. The Eagles made them look bad, and that's what the Eagles do. And the reason they're able to do it is because they're just so incredibly deep. Like, you know, to get into specifics of the game, you see that um, that Avante Maddox is out, and the obvious thing is, uh-oh, how are they going to guard Christian Kirk or cover Christian Kirk? He has two catches for 60 yards, and really they were kind of meaningless catches yep. in a lot of ways, right? Josiah Scott, I didn't think he played perfect. He had, like, that that holding call and everything. But he certainly didn't get picked on. Think of all the years where the Eagles have been put, put in a cornerback, and he's, like, unable to stay on the totally. field. Who was that guy with the really long arms that I swore was good? He played on the outside. Um. Oh, Um. Uh, uh, Michael Jaquette? Yes, Michael Jaquette. I was How in, about that for that a is, That is good, especially on Monday morning. Uh, I, like, yeah, I could have swore right Michael Jaquette was good, right? Obviously, you now look at these backups they have. McPherson goes in. Yeah. Slay. 
don't, you don't even notice it, right? Yeah. Like, uh, Opeta goes in. Um, who went in, D- Driscoll goes in at tackle. Like, they lost a lot of key players yesterday, and I don't think one of them had a game where you're like, oh, man, like, this guy better get back quick. Well, they... they- came back when they lost the guys. Yeah. Like, they were losing when they had the guys. They lost the guys. They came right. back in the game. It's it, a great point. In the roster, like, you know, we just kind of talked about how can this season end, and again, knock on wood, all those things. You know, losing Jalen would definitely suck. Yeah, like, the, the vibes-wise, yes. especially. But other than that, yeah, you know, Kelsey, but, like, they're not a team that is one injury away from it being Well, over. that's the hallmark of like, 2017. If the Bills lost Josh Allen, it's definitely That's the hallmark over. of 2017. It's right. the ultimate example of that. A team that lost their quarterback, their left tackle, their middle linebacker, yeah. you know, all these important positions, and won the Super Bowl. Like, this team feels really well-built, to your yes. point, and really deep. And, and, you know, the Stoutland thing, you know, year after year, we just see how much him having these guys ready and – He's, I guess he got Driscoll Ray to play left tackle. Good job, huh? How about that? <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, no problem. Like, the, right. the, just the and dude, job Dillard's that guy coming does. back too. What'd you say? I mean, D- Dillard will be back soon. Yes, too, no, so. no, just a, a like a phenomenal job. We'll get into. Let's quickly get into my lot and say, and then we'll get into the game okay. up because those are probably outside of the win. The, the biggest headlines are they okay? Two massive injuries. Your left tackle and your best defensive player. Yeah, where are you at with the? What have you heard? From so the by the time people are listening to this, I'm sure they'll there know might more. be an answer. Yeah, right. So Slay after the game seemed fine. He did have the forearm, I guess, like, I don't want to call it a cast. It was like a... The air cast. Yeah, but not even, really. It was almost like, it looked like it was, like, uh, padding. But whatever. He had his arm wrapped at one point. Didn't have that in the locker room. Seemed to be in great spirits. He is always in great spirits for what right, it's worth. Yeah. But he seemed completely fine. You know, I guess you just fingers crossed with that one. My lot is interesting because he is getting, you know, a scan on it, and that's, that is worrisome. But he did come out in the second half and was, like, pushing guys around on the on the sideline to see if he could go back in. So I think that's somewhat encouraging. I think with any of these injuries, you always worry about, like, in the adrenaline of the moment. They don't yeah, feel they the fight pain. It. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, but the next day. So uh, of the two, I guess I would probably be a little more more concerned with Slay just because if it is, like, a fracture, like, that, that is, and you know, also, it is what let's it is. Be honest, I mean, my lot is super important, but if Dillard's coming back, like, Slay is more important. Well, and the other thing, too, is, and I know this is how I'm looking way too far in advance, I'm already kind of at the point where it's like, just get to the playoffs. Okay? <laughs> yes, you know, you're like, looking like, a little too you know, hard to Yes, I'm aware I am. But, like, this team is so good that I really only think injuries can derail it. I agree. And I get that you can't rest, guys. And I get that it would be, we saw in and 2017. And the is more important yeah, the, than ever. It's only it's by. massive all that stuff. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, 100%. But, man, like, it's almost like I feel like I'm still in training camp, except now I believe in the team. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know? All uh, right, so we'll keep our eye on those injuries, obviously react, but um, hopefully not too bad, at least seemingly from the reactions, it seemed like they could have been worse mm-hmm. in general. All right, let's get into the specifics of the game yesterday. Uh, let's start with Jalen. Yeah. You know, one of those days where, you know, the rain, obviously I think he shouldn't have, it was a weird interception, but he shouldn't have thrown it in double coverage. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a great throw, you know, a couple weird decisions, but, you know, he just grinds and he just makes plays and obviously that touchdown was was such a big moment and spot for him to fight his way in like that yeah. and, and I think it really lifted the team in that moment and it's one of those things where even when he doesn't have his best day or when he's not you know uh making perfect throws in a gross day out there he still just the dude just find ways to make plays and win games yeah so we'll start with the throw I thought it was the worst throw he's made all season. I think so, too. Like, right into double coverage. A bit of bad luck that it gets tipped up, but that's the chance you take when you throw a bad bad read, bad throw. And the throw itself wasn't even good into double coverage. It was behind, you know, it's just bad. 
Terrible throw. Yep. I think the only re- I know he has an interception that went to Gainwell, but this was probably the first interceptable pass, I and, it, and it was intercepted. Um, after the game, here's what I'll say about Jalen. Like, I think he's everything you want in a franchise quarterback. So I am nitpicking here, and maybe like this is why he's a leader, and I'm I'm not. But like, I don't know, man. Like, talk about the interception a little. Like, he was just kind of like it happened, and then they're like, "Well, what would you have done?" He's like, "I wouldn't have thrown a pick six. Like, it's okay, you know. You can yeah, talk about yeah, it. Like, like you're yeah. an MVP candidate. You're four and zero. It's just be interested to know what you saw there, right? Why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? So terrible throw. Um, what'd you think? Of the AJ Brown tackle attempt, yeah. So um, it wasn't great. No. Well, so, he tweeted about it. So for someone I didn't that's see not on Twitter, tweet. he sure tweets a lot. So I didn't see. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. What's he uh, d- uh, download and delete yeah, the app I don't, like five I don't times get it. a day? He he's like, obviously he's, on Twitter. It's yeah, okay. He tweets. Um, I, I. So it looked like he looked like at the very end he got you know kind of knocked off. And I don't know if he was about to dive or not. I'm hoping he was. But yeah, he was like right there. I was like, dive at the guy. Like it was, it was so he very tweeted strange that he to was watch. trying. He tweeted he was going to try to go for the fumble. And I think what helps his case is he continues to chase the guy. Yeah. Like he doesn't just kind of trail off. Yeah. But it was strange. It was just like dive at him. You're right there. It's also a good yeah. example of how winning covers everything. Because remember when Zach Ertz, like, you know, kind of dodged that, or however of you want to call it. In Cincinnati, that. we'll right. never forget it. It was, yeah. a, it was a pivotal moment. But they lost that game. I think and so it was a huge story for a week. But then they, they won they won the games out like three straight after yeah. and that like kind of turned things around or whatever. If they lose that game yesterday, yeah. the Brown thing is you're not right. something to be joked no, you're right. about. It is like people are mad well, at Well, it's that and the and the play at the end, which we'll get to, the the not kicking the field goal. Yep. Like those two things. On a day where, you know, again, they just won a game and and found ways to win. You have to be impressed with what they did. Yeah. Those are the two things where you can be like, the A.J. Brown thing and that super weird decision at the end of the game are like, huh, why? Yeah. And if you're looking for nipping, and those are the spots. So, I agree. To, to Jalen, first like, pass, absolutely inexcusable, bad pass, really put his team in a tough spot, like... Just, you know, there's really nothing. We, we've scolded him enough for it, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's still. But then he had a, a good game other than that. And, you know, going into it um, on the pregame show, they asked who, who I was going to pick. I picked the Eagles. And I said, because I don't think Jalen is going to make those turnover-worthy plays. And, of course, he comes out and does it. <laughs> but but after that, he didn't. Yeah. Like, and, I again, this is what makes Jalen special. I think there's so many things, really. But, like, one of his top three skills, I think, is he is so incredibly Football smart with the ball. Totally. Like, he talk about never it every week. puts it in trouble. That's why it's shocking when he does that. Yeah, when exactly. that happens. Yeah. And I'll give you one more thing that combines with it. I think it's A, he's so smart about the ball, which we've given him tons of credit for this year and last year. And, you know, like we've seen it multiple times this right. year, like that play run in the sideline where he just kind of pushes the ball ahead out of bounds. Like, like in every situation, whether it's not just turnovers, it's just protecting the football, saving yards, yes. doing the right thing. Oh, he's so good at the other thing that he's great at. And this is something that Carson I was, was going to say, this is why it stands out. So horrible much. at. Yeah. Is Carson throws a pick and then he's pressing and he, and he turtles spirals. and he inspires. Like Jalen can make a bad play and while while maybe after the game it's not great you want to hear him talk about it. In the moment, he flushes it and he 100%. goes right back. At, and that that is a elite skill for a quarterback. A quarterback, there I can think of so many quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins in prime time. We saw it. The same thing happened to him, right? Yeah. He starts making some bad throws and then he spirals. He's not even looking. He's tossing the ball up. He's getting rattled. Like, like Jalen doesn't get that way. The only time we've ever seen him that way was a bit in the playoff game. And that was like they yeah. were just completely overmatched. Yeah. Like and the Giants game, he had four interceptions, but that even that didn't feel like didn't it was completely like his it, fault. Right? Yeah, it was kind of he he is great at making if a mistake is made. He just moves on. Yep. And that is an elite skill for a quarterback. So the interception's bad, but then the defense gets a turnover. 
defense, obviously another well, don't good worry. day. Don't worry, we're going yeah, we'll, uh, yeah. to get to someone. <laughs> it's, it's such a podcast thing we do, but it's so true with this team. There's so much to get to. We say it so often. We go like, we're going to get to it. We They're are. Gonna, yeah, I know, exactly. But there's so much. I know. I know. Right, so t- I'm trying to stay with Jalen. So Jalen interception, not good. But then like the touchdown run, being in the stadium, I'm, I'm sure it came across like this on TV as well. That felt like the moment where I was like, okay, they're – they're like they're gonna be okay. So like, you know me, I'm not the biggest tweeter and all that stuff. You know, I tweet during the games. Yeah. You know, just to keep up with everybody, and I'm on a delay, and everyone laughs at me. I don't really care. But like, <laughs> I will usually. I'm not a. I'm not a. Uh, let me think of something witty or this. Yeah. I may tweet what is in my head at the moment during it's games, a good way guy. To do it. And I just in all caps tweeted, "Jalen is a man," it, because yeah. that's what it felt. It was like it was like, like I felt like To cry like that's my quarterback. <laughs> like that was such a. Yeah, mm, like yeah. that's my dude right well, there. Well, and to talk about being football smart, I also think he knows when he has to do dude, it. Dude, I said this you yesterday. Know, like I said it to, to Emily. I was like, this guy knows when he has to put his body on the line yeah. and when he doesn't, and he's brilliant about yeah, it. Yeah, and you know, knock on wood again, like we'll be doing that a lot this year because as long as they get to the playoffs, they're going to be really good. But like, there's going to be maybe a time where he makes this, the right decision and it has the wrong result. But mm-hmm. I thought it was the right decision yesterday. The the moment. Lowering his shoulder, getting in. Uh, he was asked about it after the game yesterday, and he said something like, "You know, what were you thinking?" He was like, "Find a way." Yeah, and I think that's what you see. Like the the run against the Vikings at the time was like an MVP type run. I think this is as well. Like yep. if he wins the MVP, like these are the moments you look back at again. The Carson run against Carolina. Like I still think about that run as a special moment. This will be another one. After that, he ends up sixteen to twenty five. His pass rating is only seventy two. But I, I thought that it was a game where you could tell it's really, really beneficial to have A.J. Brown and oh, just have the, just the, had the that trust guy. they have with Jay, totally. that he has with Jalen. Like, they're able just to, again, just like a slant. Jalen throws it really well. A.J. It's like his favorite route. And it's their butter. It's their bread and butter play. Like, it's think, a play they can go to when they have to do something. And you saw him do that early in the game to, like, to get himself going. I think A.J. Brown might be the best, like, best – contested slash catching a ball in tiny spaces Eagles receiver I've ever seen in my life. Like, that specific thing? Yeah. Like, I think he's the best I've ever seen in it, like, for as an Eagle. Mm-hmm. Like, his ability to just take a ball out of a tight spot with his strong freaking hands and arms, like, yeah. he's unbelievable. It is so impressive to watch him do this stuff. And by the way, Jalen should have had a passing touchdown because I know they scored after, so it wouldn't matter, but but that was a, a earmuffs, one, two, three, a horseshit call on that Dallas Goddard. Like you think you think it was fine. So here, 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 here's what I'd say. Like, defender engaged him. What's he supposed to do? Here's what I would say. I I think that if I was the ref, I wouldn't have called it. Right. Right. I think that it's you're you're not gonna hate on it being called. Like I think maybe maybe by the letter of the law, it was correct. I now your 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 point about the defensive player engaging him is an interesting one. I didn't think about it from that perspective. It does look like Goddard, Goddard walks up with it looks no like intention he's to do anything away else. Of the guy, no, so the guy I, to me, him. it looks like he puts. His, but regardless, it was a ticky tack. It was a ticky tack call. Least, right? A ticky tack call. Yes, but yes, he should have a passing touchdown. That's the other weird thing about Jalen is like he's an MVP candidate. He's got the third, you know, the third best Super Bowl odds he's in the NFL. Barely throwing touchdown passes. He, he, he legit might only end up with like fifteen. Passing I know because yeah, but then he gets the rushing. One. It, it is. And this is rough. exactly this is this is what I talked about. Exactly this what is, we talked about. This is my yeah. whole thing. And I said like, I would acknowledge it. He could be awesome yeah. and not throw a ton of touchdowns. Yeah. That's and it's what happening. We're seeing. Yeah. It's exactly and what's exactly, happening. I mean, look, they have four more. They've had two games this year. They have four rushing touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, like that's pretty nuts by different guys. Right. It's crazy. Or was it three? Yes. Either way, like they. Yeah, it was Gainwell, Hurts, Gainwell, Hurts, um, and Miles had two. Miles exactly. Had two, yeah. And then the first game, all four guys had them. Yep. Like Jalen, Boston, and and those two. 
So that is pretty wild to see, and it does show how good they are at that at that converting in short yardage with run, running game and all that stuff yep. in in the goal to go situations. Um, all right, so so we're both on the same page with Jalen. Um, and again, I do think the AJ Brown thing can't be understated. Just how important that security blanket is for him. That in the biggest spots, in the biggest moments, you could just kind of put it right on him. Quick yeah. slant, quick slant, quick slant. Like it's almost that short, quick slant for a couple yards when you need him, and he always gets more. Is almost like unstoppable. It's like well, an unstoppable football. It's ex- play. it's exactly what I said during the preseason that I wanted to see. Is I need to see them be able to throw the ball when they have to, yep. and they have the play that totally. they can do it with. So and the, again, it was a crappy day out yesterday too. Yeah, it's like sure. not like an easy day to go out and sling the football. No, around. it was it was Look not. At what Trevor Lawrence did. I was, I was, all right. Yes. Yeah. Um, the thing that I would say, if before we move to the defense, is if you're looking for like big picture things that are like maybe we're ignoring this despite the fact they're winning. Their third down offense has been bad two weeks mm-hmm. in a row. Yesterday they it finished, was elite the first two. weeks. It was really good yep. the first two weeks. Four of fifteen yesterday. I think they were less than fifty percent last week too. They're thirty percent or so the last two games. Obviously, that's not good enough. Now they're winning, but like if they lose two games in a row and they're still bad on third down offense, that's something I think that that's something they need to correct. Agree. Yeah. Now I will say I think that Jags defense the most talented they faced of the yeah. four so far. I mean that's a pretty talented defense when you watch those guys fly around. I think at the end of the year we're gonna look back and say oh, that Jags defense is pretty good. Yeah. For um, sure. So I I do I, I'm with you. It's something to keep an eye on. But again, with the weather and the defense, I'm not going to. And they like fumbled their way into 29 points. I know. <laughs> like, like, that, well, that was the point I made at the very beginning when I'm talking about they're really good. I'm like, it doesn't even feel like they played not just a complete game, close. Yeah, I agree. They played close to a complete football game yet. Like they've not. If if they play a complete game, they could be winning 50 they, they to they 10. They could win like 50 to 7. Exactly. Yeah. It feels if they, like, like those 2017 their, games where yeah. they went after the Carolina game when they went on that little mini run where it was like four or five games, yeah. they were like, 50 to and that 10, could be coming. 35 to 3, like, or whatever it was. Like, those, that's what it felt like. All right, yeah. the defense. Man. Man. Your boy. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> Having players matters. No. Uh, look, shout out to Gannon. Shout out to the defense. I mean, I mean, the defense was as big a reason as anything as they won yesterday. Yeah. The pass rush, the turnovers. I mean, uh, first of all, shout out to Son Reddick. Welcome to Philadelphia Eagles. Unbelievable, my, man. My good friend, all of a sudden, we're all like tweeting out positive. It's like, oh, look, he's like at the top of the league again. It's you, like the bunch guy. He's you want to guess? Guy. You want to guess how many players in the league have more combined sack than, I saw your sacks tweet. and forced fumbles? The answer is zero. It's zero. It's yes. zero. There's I mean, zero and, he's, and, it's, and it's awesome. It's yeah. awesome to see that. But just in general, like after week one, and again, go back, looks like the line's offensive line, probably pretty good. After week one, the the fear about the the pressure this team could get, and now we're sitting here with a team that has 16 sacks. That has yeah, that is unbelievable. I didn't, I didn't even know that number. Turnovers, ten. They've allowed ten fewer touchdowns than they've got turnovers. Ten turnovers. Yeah, like they are playmaking. They are getting the quarterback. They have as good. A, and again, they did this with Maddox yesterday, who has been phenomenal the yeah. first three games of the season. They have as good a secondary as I've seen in Philadelphia. The linebackers. I mean, T.J. Edwards is like a. We're not even talking about like T.J. Edwards is and Kaiser too. We mm-hmm. have the best linebackers we've had here in like decades, uh, and like it's not it's like an afterthought because the, we're getting pressure because the secondary is elite. Like this is a good defense. Well, so I was thinking about this during the game yesterday, and these are the type of things you can think about when in like the middle of the third it feels like the game's so, over. Oh yeah, now they've yeah. got it. Yep. But I think in all seriousness, take the Jalen thing out of it. I think the most important free agent they have coming up is T.J. 
Like more than wow. Chauncey Gardner, more than Kaiser really White, more than Bradbury. So did they and they're all great to, for players. next year too. I know they gave me a contract. I, I think was it's it just one year. for this year? It's just for this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he's I think been phenomenal. He's unbelievable. He's been he's everywhere. He's and he, always he's an there. amazing tackler. He's, a, he's incredibly football tackler. smart. And I think that he probably gets underrated as an athlete a little, but it's a really good example of how much football smarts matter. And I think it's a reason to be still hopeful about Nakobe. Totally Not that we should be out on Nakobe, but TJ has shown you like once you get it. It's a lot. It does not matter as much what an athlete you are. Like it still matters because you know Especially it's a split that position. second league. You're but right. yeah, but yeah, no. TJ's unbelievable. Um, and and the thing too with the defense is, it you said it perfectly. Players really matter. Like last year, the players did not play well, and that does not absolve Gannon of and anything. And they weren't as good. Like and they, they weren't as good and didn't play right. As well. But yep. I I really don't think. And maybe I'm showing my you know lack of like intricate X's and O's knowledge here. To me, it doesn't feel like they're doing anything that different. Like, no, I know they're running right. different fronts a little more. Yeah. And everything, but ultimately, they're getting happened, pressure. <laughs> yeah, they have Brandon Graham back. Fletcher's playing better. Hassan's playing. They're getting Hass- pressure, and playmakers are and making they, And plays. they have a really, really good secondary. Marcus Epps, unbelievable. Like, right? elite. Yeah. elite. Again, like, just pure cornerbacks. And I've loved CJ, DJ here, especially the I don't even attitude. think he's been that good. No, but the attitude, yeah. like, he brings something. Right. Epps has been very good. Epps has been very really good. Really good. But, like, those Cave three corners, like, when Maddox is in there, it's the— it's. The best trio of corners I've seen as an Eagles fan. Yeah. Like, I mean, Bobby and if you're just going to, you could say Bobby and Troy and put them with 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 Slay and Bradbury. Right. And they might not be better. I don't know. Like right. Slay no. and Bradbury are, are pretty freaking elite. I mean, Slay's probably like, the best cornerback this team has had for a really long time. Yeah, probably since like um I mean Slay is Slay. I know he didn't play yesterday, Nomdi. so it's a bad just day to, to get since Namdi, yeah. But I mean, yeah, probably Slay's since, unbelievable. So, probably since Troy. I, I mean, mean, you can make the argument know? Slay might be the best player on the team. I mean, and I think that's saying something. Uh, well, yeah, and I think he's probably, we said this last year, I think he's the best player on the defense and yeah. certainly the most important. Um, I mean, but, like, look at some of these stats, right? Like, so they gave up 14 points yesterday because of the the um, touchdown was a pick six. They gave up, what, six against? Um, yes. So, yeah, it's so yeah, they have six and then because of the safety and then right. seven. So it's seven, six, 14. That last one was kind of like, you know. Well, it's still 14 because they, they had the pick six yesterday. Right, that's right, what I'm yeah. saying, 14 yesterday. Yep, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And so I do one one thing that they, they definitely do. So Miles scores the touchdown. They go up 29 to 14. The defense is definitely susceptible to the like, okay, no one's paying attention anymore, and they just give a touchdown yep. up. Like 100%. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. And, you know, in a close game, like you have that confidence. I mean, look at yesterday. Nick decides – to go for it on fourth down because of how well the defense Yeah, is no doubt. Now, I'm sure other— well, And you trust the offense yeah. and all that, but no doubt. So, before we get into that decision, I don't know if you have anything else in the defense, but, like, again, they're just all playing unbelievable. Hassan Reddick, you can make the argument now, has maybe been the best edge rusher in the NFL. Ooh, <laughs> when, you, when you When you factor in how important force fumbles are, like, yeah, I yeah. think he's probably been the best. He's well, and again, like, he is not, three. I don't think anybody else has more than one. Just, he did, first week, just got here. They didn't have a preseason. All the stuff yeah. we talked about, like, oh, maybe the defense might need a little time to, like, figure it out. Like, okay. And they're they're not playing they're bad quarterbacks. Right now, like, yeah. obviously, Carson clearly not sucks. Not like, yeah. It's not Garrett Gilbert. No, you guys out Kirk there. Cousins has been that full, Trevor Lawrence, number one yep. overall pick that people are high on. And like, again, these are guys. Jared Goff, for what it's worth, and has again, yeah, Jared Goff touchdowns. had four touchdowns yesterday. And they almost won again, man. And it was again, beautiful. And again, yeah, I know. The close wins. Yeah, they're so, oh, close. so, they're so good uh, at they it. They were missing all their guys because of the tough yeah, preseason. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. Yes. Uh, that is tough. When you sent me the injury list of Lions, it was like before week three or whatever. Yeah. And you were like, I was like, this is the best anti-Dan Campbell argument you've sent me I yet. I can't wait till next preseason when we have the exact same debate and it's like, well, they were 4-0 and last I know. year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but looking at, and which I will not debate it. I'm yeah, fully, over. I'm converted. It's done. Yes. John Ritchie might, I won't. Yeah. Uh, but, done. 
Um, and I didn't debate it. No, really. no, you yeah, didn't. I was I'm just saying as a station. Yes, I like, totally yeah. agree. We cannot talk about base. that anymore. Yeah. But to your point, like last year, and rightfully so, you know, it was either they played Justin Herbert or Mahomes or Carr and got crushed, or played, you know, really bad, like legit bad guys. Yeah. Either backup guys or like the lowest end starters and did well. This year, like these guys are not like great, but like Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Trevor Lawrence, who just whooped up on the Chargers. Yeah. Like, like these are like. At worst, middle of the packish type guys, like, and in some cases have the ability to be better on given days. And, like Goff is again, like Goff's like one of the le- passing leaders in the NFL right now. Like, right. like a competent quarterback. Like they are, they are not beating up bad quarterbacks. They're beating up competent to upside good type quarterbacks, and, and that's a big difference from last year. What's crazy is when you talk about like those are the guys that they're facing. There might only be like three or four guys in the league where you're like, okay, these are the elite of the elite. And they can't face one of them because he's on their team. You're right. Right. So it's like Absolutely. Josh Allen, Lamar. I would still put Rodgers up there, but let's be honest, the Packers have not looked, looked good. Mahomes has to be there. Mahomes, obviously. Oh yeah, Mahomes obviously. Right. Last night. Oh. Yeah. That, throw in that was one insane. play where he did, where he just flips it at the end zone, like and he's just like no one else does that stuff. Yeah, like it's he insane. is like Jalen is like smart and does like weird stuff. Like Mahomes does them for touchdowns. Yeah. And lo- like it's wild. He's awesome. Yeah. He's yeah. awesome. So he's awesome. there's only like four of those guys. And they, I don't. There's none of them left on the schedule. Yeah. Like who's the best? Like Kyler. Oh, well, I guess Rogers. Rogers is, on is the best quarterback of other schedule. But then Kyler. Who? What you will say for Kyler is he is like the kind of guy who can make some magic things yeah. happen. Like he'll have a couple plays a game where you're like, holy crap! Yeah, I've never seen it like that. But agree, not a winning quarterback in my opinion. I mean, yeah, it's it's Rodgers. I mean, Tannehill's not scaring you. Matt Ryan's not scaring you. I, I mean, mean, Dak, you know. Dak, like, Dak's yeah. a, a question but yeah, for sure. But Dak, but. yeah, but so, the, I mean, that's the thing. You know, it's, can he pick it, finally getting I in? I know. You know? Um, but no, so yeah, I think the defense, like, now's a good time to get in the decision. But when they took the field, other than like the, oh man, maybe this decision backfires, I was, I had Let's supreme get confidence that Let's they were going to get out. And again, shout out to the defense, shout out to Hassan Reddick, you know, just, Awesome stuff there. Yeah. All right. Um, the decision. The decision. Like, okay. So the only you want to go first on this? Yes, yeah, I'm okay, going right. first. I'm All just right. talking. I'm just I'm just going. Um, While you're driving. Okay. So obviously, you for those listening, you know we're talking about the up eight points, the end of the game, two minutes left, the fourth and three chance to kick the field goal to make 11 points, which was a, like a 39 yard field goal or something like yes. that. You know, should be a gimme. I know it's windy and all that, but. Um, or to go for it, and they go for it and miss, and then it doesn't matter because they get a fumble on the next play and they win the game. And shout out to the defense yet again. But um, I, I, like I can't, I can't rationalize it. I can't understand. The only I was trying, I'm like, all right, logic, think. Like, and I know it's trusted defense where he, you know, if they get the first down, it's just over, whatever. But like, the only thing I can think of is Jake Elliott maybe was a little more nicked up than we thought, and he didn't feel comfortable kicking it. The only thing that makes any sense because otherwise it was the wrong decision the only thing that makes any sense there's no other reason to do that i think it's the most interesting decision sirianni has had to make since he took it's over the team crazy it was I, a crazy decision it, what was no, he no, no, thinking? no 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 I, i'm not saying that no I'm, i know i'm I, saying what i'm thinking yeah, yeah but i think like in terms of in game like what do you do i think it's legitimately 50 50 I also thought you think what you should do for getting that yeah, injured. Yeah. Why? So, so here's Just why. Just because you end the game there, well, no, get here, it. Here's like, why. But like, it's eleven I, points. I think if you're minutes. in, if you're in a dome and Jake Elliott's not hurt, there's zero question he kicks that. Right. Zero. Right. I think he. You trust Jake Elliott to kick it. It ends the game. Like I think that is a for sure. It's the Jake. But Elliott, I think what what yeah. makes it an interesting decision is it, it the elements. Like 
it was really rainy. It did get worse in the third. You did have you're, the you're extra point earlier that should have gone like, in that twisted out because of the wind. Yeah, and I know he had kicked one since then, but ultimately, like, he was hurt. Like, he was limping. Now, Sirianni has all that information. And I do think, look, there are going to be times, a lot of times, where we question what he does. I think this might be a time where you have to say, look, he has more information, more information than yeah. we do. Like, he knows what Jake Elliott, how Jake Elliott feels. He knows what Michael Clay is telling him about the conditions. He's down there on the field, right? So I think if everything is the same, he kicks the field goal. But because of yesterday, I think this was probably his logic. It's raining out. Like, uh, Jake, Jake's hurt. And the defense have been playing really well. Mm-hmm. And also... The offense is good. If you so get it, it's over. If it's fourth if, yeah. and one, I think there's no question he sneaks it. Fourth and three is interesting. I didn't, and for what it's worth, like, not going to kill him. You know, it was kind of a drop by AJ. Like, it did hit his hands. He holds on to it, and he gets, like, so kind of a drop. But, yeah, I thought just in terms of, like, what do you do, it was very interesting. The other, I thought, underrated interesting decision was when Jake Elliott gets hurt, right, and he takes the points off the board. Yeah, I thought that was interesting too. Because at that then you point, know you might have to kick again if you can't. And can. you don't know who the kicker is. Exactly. Like at that point, you don't know how was risky too. I think Jake it was the right decision. To, I think so too. And they it, scored, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Jake scored. They end up kicking. Yeah, so they that's kicked when the field he ended up anyway, kicking. Right. Yeah. So he was okay to kick it. But like, yeah, I was. that was one of those two, like, do you take it off? It makes a nine point game. Like, you just like kind of. Right. So yeah, there were, there, it was weird kind of, or uh, uh, interesting. Uh, like few few decisions there. I mm-hmm. just thought the one at the end of the game. Look, you're right, and I kept saying, like in my head, I'm like, all right. The only thing that makes sense is the Elliott injury part yeah. of this. Like, and the we just don't know how. Don't he, and the, the combination the too, right? We just don't know how hurt he is. We just don't know if like maybe he kicked that last one. He felt a little like yeah. whatever, and he's like, coach, like I could kick it, but like I don't feel awesome. Like it's all possible. We don't know. It'll be interesting to hear Nick talk, see what he has to say about it and all that. But in a vacuum, I hated it. But I do agree this is one of those situations. And look, ultimately, like, you know, they won the game right after. It would have, I think the way the defense was playing and the way the Jags offense was playing and the conditions, it would have been incredibly unlikely they're going to go 80-plus yards, 85, whatever it would be. And they have to get the two. With with less than two minutes and get the two. Like, it's so unlikely. So I'm not like, this is not like a, you know, let's lose our minds type of thing. I just thought it was the wrong decision not having all the information. I think that if I was head coach... Again, not having all the information. But let's assume someone's saying into my ear, you know, Jake Elliott, whatever. I probably still would have attempted it just because I think I trust Jake Elliott would to too. make the kick. I would too. That's what I would do. And, know. you know, worst comes to worst, like, you still have an eight-point lead and you're, it's just an extra 15 yeah. yards or whatever. But, but also, to be fair, to, you know, keep ourselves in line, we did just spend, uh, you know, four or five minutes, about 20 minutes ago, talking about how automatic Jalen to AJ is. Yeah. And it should have been, you know? No, you're so, right. No, you're right. So it's I like, do yeah. think it was it's a really good point. I like know? that call. Yeah. <laughs> It was a legitimately, extremely interesting decision. And, you know, talking about the um, the third down offense in terms, like, if you want to look for, like, things that are maybe cracks that could become bigger cracks, you know, I'm not going to kill him for this decision. I think it was an extremely intricate, interesting one. But this is maybe another example of, like, all right, like, in that moment, was it the right call? Like, the Pascal fourth and one thing where he gives it to Pascal. Not the same way, yeah. You know, like, there, there's a little bit of these moments, handing it to Boston Scott when they're at the one-yard line that results in a safety. I've hated a couple fourth down play yeah, calls, like the Jalen no-option runs yeah. to the side that I haven't liked. Like, if they're going to be playing, you know, let's be real, like, they're going to be playing playoff games. They're presumably going to be close. I should, you know, presumably. Yeah. Like, these things are going to matter. Totally. And I think that... You got to tighten up the, all the, the stuff. The intricate, the like 
the 50-50 play calling has like not been that great. Totally with you. I, I I really agree with you. Yeah. And I brought this up before. I think it's and again, I still think to your point you made on the last pod when we were talking about Doug and how important he was with changing the fourth down calls in the NFL and like the organization. Like yeah. how they were kind of out in front of it. And then you're like, I don't really know what Nick is with that. And I think that is a spot where, again, to your point, there's very little to be concerned about, but Nick's, the the play calls themselves and also just the general decision-making of when to and when not to, like, it doesn't feel like with Doug, like, I always knew. I'm like, all right, Doug's going for it here. Yeah, Doug's, like, you I don't, don't really know. I don't think I know what Nick, like, I don't know what the philosophy is. Well, maybe that's is. good in it a could way. Be either way. Like, I don't know, but but I'm, I don't know. So I'm, I'm still unsure on yeah. if it could be a problem or not. Yeah, so I thought that that was, and then you look, Hassan Reddick comes out and makes a play. And it doesn't matter. But you know? it was... I thought it, it had was like the chance an to extremely be interesting yet. decision. Like if we're if we're even again, not- it had the chance to be the thing we talk about. Yes. like it could have been the only thing we talked about all week. If they go score, get the two, and they win in overtime, all we talk about all is week is that one yep. moment. Yep. You know, and yeah, it's like if we're not an Eagles pod and we're just talking about like interesting NFL decisions, I think this would qualify. Like with all the the factors. It was also like just long enough. Like if they're five yards closer, oh, totally. I think it's I think not even a question. Yeah. yeah, so but. many different angles to that. All right. Um, couple last things, and then if you have anything else before we get out of here, quickly. I'll... I do have a last thing. Okay, good. I will do it every week. I will continue to do it. I feel like people are hopping on with me, and I appreciate it. Aaron Sibba sucks. This guy sucks. He sucks. He's a bad punter, Elliot. Yeah. Why is he here? Right? Every week we keep doing this, right? I've been doing this all season, right? You know. You're my uh, you're witness. Bit, yeah, you're, every week you're big I come on in because it's going to be my thing because I'm not going to let it go until he's not here. There's no reason that they can't do better. I think he's so bad. The, the special teams have the chance to lose them again, mm-hmm. whether it's like a really bad punt. Like, look, Covey is, is interesting. He's solid. I don't think he's going to change things for you, but he's okay out there. Yeah, he's okay. I think yesterday was a tough spot for any punt returner. Agreed. The decision to sign him to the 53-man roster really shows that they don't have anyone else they believe Agreed. in to do it consistently. I think if you're talking about, like, would you trade, like, would, would I trade, I don't know who the best punt returner in the NFL is, but let's say there's some punt returner that never plays besides punt returner. Like, I don't know, man, like, I might trade, like, a fifth. Like, I'm very I, I into say, investing what, in this team. Like, I'm with you. They have a chance so, to win the Super Bowl, shore up your tiny mistakes. Yes, yeah, 100%. Tiny totally. So, I think special teams are definitely, we focus on the, the punter, the punt returner, kick returner. I don't think the blocking's been good either. Mm-hmm. Like, I think... In general, the special teams have not been good. I totally agree. Yeah. It's just because they haven't had like huge game-changing mistakes, like Covey has hung right. on to the ball enough and stuff, had almost one, that we haven't talked about it more. But if they had one or two like big, big turnovers yeah. on special teams, we'd be like, this is a real problem. Yeah, you know? and, and I think that the good thing is, and I could be wrong about this, it feels easily correct. I agree. It's not like needing an edge rusher. Or at rusher. least more so, exactly, you more like, so you can, than other look, things. If you want to overpay, you can find a good punter. Totally. Yeah. All right, last thing for me. Um in the least shocking thing that has ever happened in the history of sports, Doug Peterson gets a standing ovation. Yeah. Who could have seen it coming? I know. I can't yeah. believe he didn't get booed. Everyone yeah. said he was going to get booed. He didn't get booed. What happened? Okay. Of course. Can we, can we stop with this now? Thank you. Of course he was going to get and cheered. And in the rain, he still gets it. Everyone of course. knew he was going yeah. to. It, Shout it, out to yes. Doug. It was weird seeing him in the Jackson, but it also, in all honesty, it made my heart warm. I was really happy to see Doug land on his feet, land somewhere. He seemed happy. Mm. And again, I do think early on, like, and the Eagles just were better and played better and made less mistakes over the course of the yeah, game. And a better all. roster, too. But I thought Doug came out, like, he good. I thought his play calling was fun. Like, that yeah. one little play where the guy, uh, Agnew or whatever, uh, yeah, come yeah. in and bust out, and they got the touch. I think it was a touch or a long guy. Like, Doug looked good. I thought Doug was pretty flashy with the play calling early. But also, I think sometimes, you know, when you're watching uh, a team play against someone they used to have, the natural instinct is to immediately think, like, 
oh man, like maybe they shouldn't have let. There was never a moment oh, no, no, where no. I thought, well, to your point from the beginning, Nick's the right guy for this team. Yeah, like, Nick's it is. The, and Nick I thought the right about guy. this a lot when we talked about it on the pod, the Doug power is like, would you rather have Doug? And it's like, I love Doug, but like the more I've thought about it over the weekend and yesterday, it's like, I love Doug and I would love to have Doug as coach of my team, like, you know, in, in a, a vacuum. In a vacuum right. But like, Nick's the guy right yeah. now for this team, like, and I wouldn't trade him. And I think, and look, like, I think Nick's a better coach. And that's not a shot at Doug. Doug's accomplished amazing things. He might things. be down the road. I, I, I don't think, think we, we know yet, but he might be. Yeah. yeah. He has a chance to become one. Uh, so, yeah, very cool for him to get standing ovation. He seemed happy even after the game. And, look, they lost, so that's a buzzkill for him. But I saw him in the hallway. He seemed like a happy yeah. guy. I think just Jacksonville is like, I'm happy for They're him. They're a team it's on a the good up. spot. They're a team on a the very up, good spot. Which is exciting. Yep. All right, what's your uh, final thing? Well, is there anything game-related? I um, can't. In terms I of, so. like, again, um, you know, the, um, with the call, we got everything. I feel like we've yeah, hit everything. I think we hit everything. Let me quickly look. Four no, four no, four no, four no. All right, I'll get to my thing. Yeah, I think we hit everything important. And if we didn't look, we've got more pods coming up this week. Obviously, we will be on um, lots, you know, lots things. of different yeah. things and all that. So uh, I, can't I mean, the Phillies of... might f things up a little. But we'll see how all that yeah. goes. Yeah, you'll, good times. You'll be doing. Stuff I will be for doing sure. stuff. But guess Subscribe what? To high hopes. You know yeah. what? Yeah, but you know what? We're still going to be there doing go birds. So yes. one way or the other, we will be recording pods for you. So all don't worry. So I think one question that's going to be asked this week a lot is, how much do you like believe in the team? Like, are they like legitimate Super Bowl? They could go. Team? I'm probably going to be asked that a ton this week. You'll be asked it. It's going to be a hot topic. Here's the best answer I can give. So last night I get home, right? Me and Kristen Saturday night made a banging thing of pumpkin bread. Mm. It was so good, right? Pumpkin Homemade, guy. which we barely ever this do. This is your time of year hey, right oh, now. Dude, let me tell you. I probably spent oh, I know, buddy. easily $200 on pumpkin stuff over the past few days, right? Yeah. So, heads up, Zoe, super into pumpkins. She's welcome yeah, to come over. She right gets time. it. Yeah. She gets it. Pumpkin sauce, pumpkin noodles. We got pumpkins for the house. She yes. To cook pumpkin seeds. She's like very in. Awesome. So, me and Zoe should chill. We should. So yeah, last night, hang. I'm I'm in the kitchen. It's probably like nine o'clock. I already had one slice of the pumpkin bread. And I'm like, God damn, I want another one. <laughs> but here's, and this is what went through my head. And I'm being 100% honest. Love We're this. in the auto downloader, auto download, real one territory. We tell no lies the whole pod, but especially now. The thought that went in my head was, Elliot, you don't want to be fat for the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> went through my head. Because for 2017, I look back at those pictures and I'm like, man, Elliot, you really should have taken care of yourself. I'm telling you right now, this team is probably going to the Super Bowl, and I'm going to be in shape I, for it. What a great! It's lie. the bet. Like, I, love this. I just had the diet thing where it was like well, for the wedding. Say, just was, had the wedding. This is like almost as much motivation. I, I, well, I was gonna say it seems like more to be honest. Like just the way you talked about, yeah. I was like, I was like, the wedding didn't seem to stop you as much as it should have from eating yes. that exercise of pumpkin bread. It seems like the Super Bowl is working now. already. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I will not be fat for the Super Bowl run. It's happening, and I swear on my life, come playoff time, I will be looking good in my suits. Yeah, I believe it. Thank I believe you. it. I really do. Um, but I'll damn, do that pumpkin bread is good, though. And, and the listeners will help. We'll, we'll Thank all do you. our yes. part. We'll do our Every, part. Look, look, everybody, let's all be in our best life for the Super Bowl. Yeah, look, and again, you must like, get ready for it. If nothing else, like to your point, like we, we thought this had a chance to be a fun, special yeah. season. And like, I think it's going to be a fun special season, however it goes. Like, obviously, we all know, like, you know, usually it doesn't end the way we want it to. But, like, it's rare that we get seasons where, like, it really could end the way yeah. we want it to. And this this is one of those. Dude, like, this is the chance. So I saw someone tweet. I actually think it was uh, the Shire. Mm-hmm. He, he, tweet, Shire. he tweeted, like, this is the team. And I think that's the best way to put it. Like, this is the team. Now, they could lose in the playoffs. They could get hurt. But, yeah. like, uh, that could happen to any team. 
like this is the team. Yeah. It well again, like, you know, we always say there's like what, you know, who knows what it is, but like seven, eight, nine, six teams that could really, truly, realistically win yeah. the Super Bowl in a year. The Eagles are in that group. Like yeah. they're one of the real true Super Bowl contenders. And I don't even think it's six crazy. teams this year. I yeah. think it's like them, the Bills, and the Chiefs. <laughs> I mean, in all seriousness, I'm not ready to get there. It's the first month of the season, but I get your point. It's certainly yeah. certainly have been the best. Like it's three those teams. three, and then yeah. a gap. And the gap there is like, well, you got to believe in Aaron I mean, Rodgers just look, because the Eagles but... have been the best team in football. Like they're four zero, yeah. and they have played like it. They're yeah. they're the best in so many different categories, so many different statistically speaking. Like they have been awesome. Like last question, then we'll wrap it it's up. Crazy, yeah. Let's get out. If you got to go on the. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. yeah. If they if they played the Bills or the Chiefs today, would you pick them? Yeah, I think I would. I don't, I don't know. know. If I, I mean, would here yet. I It'd would. Be Maybe in Buffalo, I might not. But because I think it'd be I'd pick hard them to over pick. the Bills here. Mahomes would be tough. I, yeah. you know, Mahomes in a big game. I still, Andy. Probably, honestly, probably I get excited. Probably not. If I, right. I'd have to really be in the moment. But would they I, be favored? I definitely think. Well, I think it depends on where the game is. I'll, probably not. But I, I definitely think like it's a look. It's not an instant no. Which I agree. It would have yeah. been you know a few weeks ago for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, awesome. We'll be back later in the week. All kinds of stuff, obviously. Uh, pods coming up as we talk about the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Unreal. It's unreal. Um, lots of fun stuff coming up. It's this this could be a really special year. Yeah. We're gonna be it already is. It's just a matter of how much it. more yeah, special it can we're gonna, be. We're gonna do it together, which is gonna yes. be the best part. We'll be back soon. He's Elliot James. Hey, so we just recorded a whole podcast. Elliot's about to go on with Angelo, and we totally forgot to talk about how awesome Miles Sanders was in the game. The Eagles are perfect. We are not. Yeah. No. There's so much awesome stuff to talk about that we just forgot about the guy who had the best day. Yeah. No big deal. Dude, Miles Sanders, like- Was awesome. He was awesome, and I'm happy for him. He gets in the end zone. I thought twice. twice. I thought last year the zero touchdowns was obviously a fluke in a way. You know, it was a bad season, all those things. But I thought in training camp he looked stronger, he looked faster, and I thought he looked both those things yesterday. And it also, it showed, like, we talked about how they can win so many type of ways. They can win giving the ball to Miles. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of trade talk has been trade for Kareem Hunt, trade for a running back. If Miles is playing like he does yesterday, they don't need another running back. And no. he did it in the rain, tough conditions. Um, they handed him the ball, I think, a career high, maybe 27 times or something like that. And he was he was he was huge. One fifty two touchdowns. Had he caught, he's been catching the ball. That one yeah. play where he just kind of ran around the end and ran away from guys. Dude, he had like, a McCoy type play yeah. where shady. I guess I don't know why I said McCoy. Where he like you know stopped cut stopped cut. It only ended up being six yards, but it, he probably ran for like twenty five yards on the play. Yeah, super impressive for a guy who I, I think you know has been maligned in this city. And you know, there are people who think Boston Scott's better and this and that. Like Miles Sanders is good. He's, he's also a good running back. You know like. R.I.P. the Kenny Gainwell debate. Yeah, it's I mean over. he's way better than Kenny. Gainwell. He's way better than both of them. He's, he's just way better, better than both of them. He's just a better running back. And the contract thing will be interesting because I don't think they'll pay him, and I think he deserves to get a lot of money. But Not I think a lot. like running backs, you know. Well, I mean. I mean he he deserves like a you know top twenty type money. Whatever. For a running back. Yeah, for a running yeah, back. Sure, yeah, sure. And who knows if the Eagles will do it? But maybe he'll stay just because he likes it here. But yeah, he was unbelievable. And again, they've won throwing the ball. They've won with defense. They've shown now they can win handing the ball to Miles. So I'll repeat myself again. Like, I think that's huge. If there's a game where Jalen's not playing well or whatever, Miles is a guy that you can say, all right, we can give him the ball 27 times, and the offense can still get 29 points. Yeah. Shout out to Miles. He was awesome. We had to add this in. Our bad. We'll see you guys later.